Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yeah, thank you uh, for joining me today on Press Day for Fast Charlie. Thank you. Available on streaming, digital, on demand, and it's also uh, available at the theaters today. So I watched it. I, I watched it last night. Uh, I liked it. I was just telling uh, Samantha a few minutes ago. Uh, the action, the thriller, kind of reminds me of, like those. Remember those like mid nineties action type of movies? That's what this reminded me of. What's your thoughts? Yeah, on this? I agree. I agree, and it also marries quite a few genres. Right? There's the thriller, the action, the character driven, and a little camp. I would say in there as well. What What are you hoping for? Where the viewers tuning to watch us? What are you hoping to get out of this film? I hope they enjoy it. Um, it's a really lovely journey. Uh, you know, you got these two or more people um, who are sort of at the same crossroads in their lives. She just really, Marcy, just really wants to be left alone and sort of, you know, is dealing through repercussions of her past and trying to start over. And Charlie's similarly kind of ready for a break and move on and retire from being a hitman. And then of course, there's always the last job that goes wrong. <laughs> How would you describe Marcy, this film, like her journey, like from the beginning? I think she's, you know, somebody of um, meager means uh, and she gets herself tied up with the wrong guy uh, and is trying to rebuild her life. She's smart. She's uh, uh, kind of no BS person mm. and she's had enough. Um, and she's really at a point where, she, you know, it, it kind of is really great to see these two characters together because she's not going to take any crap from him, but also knows smartly that she needs to get this done in order to be able to move on. And then what ends up happening is the sort of connection between the two characters that, you, that is very unexpected um, you see that they're both decent people, that Charlie's actually a decent guy. Um, and he's got a very troubled past. That he's outrunning as well. And the vulnerabilities in both characters really uh, collide and complement each other. I think that, you know, there's also some very funny, genuinely funny um, moments with other characters. The Sharon Glass character, uh, my ex-husband's mom is phenomenal. Um, and I think it's a very rich, rich world. Mm. This movie's adaptation from uh, Gun Monkeys. Is your character in the book? Did you like go back to see if you could read it, get an idea how you wanted to play this character? Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't have a ton of time. I was I was cast quite late in the process, um, and for me, I was focused more obviously on the present script and and what it meant to be a taxidermist, a woman from New Orleans, and her background. And um, but I looked back at the at the book to sort of see the foundation. Uh, of the connection between the two characters and it's all yeah. in there um she is in fact a taxi taxidermist um the age gap isn't quite as large uh in the in the book as as in the film and i think that we wanted to handle that aspect of it quite gently and not have it be the usual tropes um with romance in regards to romance um in this relationship and we i think that philip did a really good job of adapting the film to me being cast in it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I love that there's a possibility here for these characters to be together, but it's also not what drives their connection to each other. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, the character is very much in the book. Um, but as with any adaptation to a film, you have to kind of, you know, work it into the story. As this character, uh, any challenges playing this character? Did you find it easy? I mean, no character is easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely connected with her a lot. Um, I, you know, the sort of uh, difficulty and vulnerability, but also, you know, having a troubled past, but wanting um, peace and resolution, I think is something that we can all kind of, you know, we've all made mistakes in our lives and we all mm -hmm. want a chance to start over. Um, and I think that's something that I, I identified with. And also um, I, I liked that, you know, it wasn't necessarily easy to, um, to play somebody that was complicated, but, but um, also needed to feel involved in the story. You know, I, I couldn't just like shut down her um, accessibility. Otherwise you can't connect with that character. Uh, she's a taxidermist, which is something I've never played before. That was really mm -hmm. cool to kind of find out about the ins and outs of what that actually means. Um, it's quite, I found out an in, like interesting art form and there's a lot that goes into creating, you know, preserving these dead animals. Um, and I, I had a really good time kind of researching that aspect of it. Speaking of, we're talking about uh, Charlie also is played by Peter Sprothen. Uh, how was it working with him and connecting with with each other for this role? Man, he's such an amazing person. I, I loved meeting him. I loved working with him. He's, you know, a class act movie star, but mm -hmm. also a very accessible, very sweet, hardworking person. Um, we developed a really nice rapport on set together. And, um, you know, his, his ability to just be open um, and want to discuss character and story and work on things was so rewarding and so lovely. Um, there was none of that BS movie star crap. And he was really like down in the trenches with all of us and, and deeply cared about the film and his character. So it was, it was really like the best scenario I could ask for. This movie was written by Richard Wank and directed by Tyler Noyce. How was it collaborating now with these two on set? Um, Philip Noyce. Yeah. Um, yes, he's, yeah, I mean, Richard wasn't on set as much. Um, I, I think I met him once. Um, Philip is a master. You know, he's been making movies since he was like 18 years old in Australia. Um, I've loved his films. Rabbit Proof Fence is one of my all-time favorite films. I knew I was in good hands there. He also has an incredible passion uh, for his vision and what he does. And he really kept this, this train on the tracks. It's really difficult doing an independent film. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have a lot of money. You don't have a lot of freedom to, you, you know, creatively you have more freedom, I guess, than the studio film in regards to directing, but he just really didn't have a lot of um, resources at his disposal. And he made magic with what we had and was just so dedicated. And it was clearly so important to him to tell the story. And it was really, um, really lovely to be a part of that vision with him. Amazing. Marina, I want to thank you uh, for giving me a few minutes today on Press Day for uh, Fast Charlie. And I'm hoping for everybody to go watch this. Thank you so much. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Have a great day. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.